This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. Welcome to Modern Geek Podcast number 53, recorded July 29th, 2012. I'm Chuck. I'm Juan. Welcome back to this pre-recorded version of Modern Geek. Indeed. Uh, number 53, I am not here. <laughs> well, you're here now. You're just not well, here then. I'm, I'm, I'm here, actually. I'm in, I'm in Anaheim at the moment. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, not, not right now as we record this, but yeah, yes, yeah, it should be mean. coming out. Yes. Uh, uh, I am on a business trip. Nice. Uh, for for my work you know the the podcast that we put out that's is, we don't actually you know this isn't our job sadly. yeah yeah it's sadly i wish point. it could be but uh one day one day no we're uh i've uh gotten my uh we're, we're getting ahead here for recording so that way uh we we don't uh so that way you don't miss out on on content and i've done the same for my uh for my youtube channel as well so we're trying to focus a bit on travel this time because we thought that would be fun mm. since one is slash will be traveling. And you, you know what the first app that I always think of when I, when I, uh, <laughs> we're going right to apps here, but, uh, sure. what, one that I always think of and I realized that after I restored my phone, I got to reload it is uh, an app called flight track. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I found that a long time. I went through a whole bunch of flight trackers before I, I settled on that one. Yeah. You know, I think I might've actually got it from you. Um, uh, the recommendation flight track uh, pro actually is is the one that i use i think it was you know like eight or nine bucks but i think worth it uh being uh the 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 app basically yeah, five dollars uh or i think so maybe i don't know anyway um so a couple the, of things about it that make it really good i think yeah. uh very easy to add flights which is one of my f- Oh, biggest yeah. things because so many of them it's just a bitch to search and find the flights with this one you have a little plus like it opens up to a window with a cool looking little airplane and everything you hit the plus uh you can either search by flight number by route or by airport usually flight number is easiest because you probably know your flight number oh, you yeah. just dro- pay, you pick the airline from a drop down thankfully so oh, many of so them simple isn't it <laughs> like like virgin america is vx okay you're going to remember that right unless you fly it every week or something and some of them are pretty damn esoteric which i mean american airlines is easy but a lot of them are are a bit difficult to remember the abbreviations instead you just pick it from the list then you put your flight number in and the departure date you hit search it shows you the flights that match whichever of these search methods you use you click on it and say add done that's it. You're done. <laughs> yeah, go figure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And and you got your list of uh, of flights which you can break into trips if you want to. And there's all kinds of crap like that. But one of the fun things is that when you click on a particular flight, you also get a lot of additional options and information about the flight. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I'm, I'm well. Just, you're you're gonna get stuff like uh, the the seating plan, um, the, the 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 type of aircraft, the layout of, of the thing, um, services that are available. Um, you know, the status of, of whether they got Wi-Fi on on board. Um, the you know live map of, of where the plane is. Yep. 
Um, a lot, a lot of interesting stuff. Um, uh, delay forecasts. Yeah, I, I like that one actually um, because it takes all the uh, the information that they have from the airports and and the weather and stuff that they're generating and uh, kind of tell you it's like this 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 flight is usually this many minutes ahead or behind schedule and today's forecast is that it will be this far ahead or this far behind. Yeah, on the on the page that launches when you look at a specific flight, it gives you the flight and the aircraft type. Uh, departure and arrival panels. Uh, the panel includes the actual and ske- the ske- or schedule, depending on whether it's already happened. Uh, departure and arrival time in each one. The terminal in nice big letters that make it real easy. If you click on the panel, it takes you to a detail page that gives you the current time at the location, the current uh, temperature in Fahrenheit and Celsius. A terminal maps link, which if you click terminal maps, takes you to a map of the specific terminal that you're going to be in, which is nice. If you bought the flight board uh, add-on, which is a couple more bucks, it's a separate app you can buy as well, but you can buy it in here. It'll automatically show you what essentially looks like those big boards they used to have on the wall. Yeah, they even have the little changes in them that look cool and they look kind of like LEDs and stuff. But they show you all the flights that are coming in and out of there, which can be really handy when you're sitting at the airport and they start moving flights around. Like we were in Los Angeles recently for Comic-Con. You know, we were flying out of L.A. And the Virgin flight was delayed that we were on because it was coming from San Francisco and there had been a big delay coming out of San Francisco. So Virgin was doing the shuffle the airplanes and make it work out. Thankfully, LAX is a big hub for them. So kind of like American Airlines in Dallas, you know, if you're delayed, they're probably going to shuffle around to another airplane and send you out in something that would have been sitting there anyway and then have the other airplane switch onto the other route, you know? Right. So they started doing that, but then the arrivals and departures started changing real fast across all of them. So you'd see airplanes show up and come and go, and you couldn't quite figure out what they were. But if you pop to this, uh, this flight board, you could see which ones were coming and going. You're like, oh, they're going to switch us on to a different flight. You know, We're going to be over there in a little bit. Well, what's cool about that as well is, too, you've got push notifications tied into this as well. Like, for example, when I was coming back from the meetup um, in Seattle, there was um, a gate change. Right. And I got the push notification of the gate change, and about three minutes later, the person came on the PA and said that the gate change. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Because they, they, well, yeah, it's the system updates, and Flight Track just picks it right up, sends you a little push notification on uh, uh, delays, on, on uh, uh, different problems, uh, gate changes, you know, all, all this kind of stuff. So that way, if you're sitting there with your phone in an airport and it, it it's very very handy to be able to to have all that information right at your fingertips on that same kind of note the same company and i'm trying to remember the name of it actually it's it's a anyway same company makes a an app called trip deck which is sort of like a, it's a little bit like the ios 6 thing that they've been touting with cards okay that'll that allow you to keep information this is a way to keep all your trip information, not just your your stuff that you are going to use, like just flights. And okay. You, you know how you have a ton of crap, like you have your uh, 
you have your air, your flight, you have your rental car, you have your hotel reservations. You know, you may have a shuttle reservation to get you back and forth between someplace, right? Okay. Well, yeah. Well, the cool thing is, is that uh, this you can go and enter all this stuff, and it'll track it. But it has a sync with TripIt function, and TripIt is a service that tracks all of this stuff for you, and has this really cool feature where you sign up for an account. And then you get an email address, and I can't remember what it is. It's like flight, it's like plans at tripit.com or something like that. I can't remember. And you you can forward emails that you've received with confirmations from things, and it'll figure them out. It'll literally strip the crap out of it and put it in a nice format for you. And it works. I, I really incredibly it works. Like I when I bought my ticket for Comic Con, I sent it to it, and I'm thinking, yeah, right. You know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but it'll be fun. Yeah. What the hell, you know? So I say it was a free account. So I sent it to it, and bam, it shows up with the flight and the information and all the you know my my confirmation number is is prominent in it, so that I can find it and so on. I sent it my uh, budget. I can't remember it was, but it was Hertz. I think I one of the car rental companies. You know, whatever. Right. 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 I sent the rental car crappy email forward of it. Bang. It stripped it all out. I got like the place I was picking it up, my number, the information about it, all the basic stuff. Same thing with hotels. It'll strip out your confirmation codes, your check-in, check-out dates, all that stuff. It puts it in. And it organizes it into a nice little list. So you can see like you're going to arrive. You're going to, here's your car. Here's your shuttle. Here's your hotel, you know, blah, blah, blah. And when you go to the airport, then instead of fishing around for your confirmation number to type it into the little thing and get your ticket, you just go to you just go to uh, the the TripDeck app and right. look at it, and bang, there's your information. You type it in, you're done. When you go to the rental car place, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we you know we're supposed to find this by your name, but we screwed up again." What's your confirmation number? You just look at it and tell them. You know, it's it's easy. One of the coolest things about it, though, was that because both Flight Deck and TripIt, I mean, Flight Deck and, uh, and Trip Deck will sync with TripIt, if you load your flight into TripIt, you can have it automatically show up in the flight tracker, and you can have it automatically show up in Trip Deck, oh. which is kind of sweet. And okay, that's it, cool. it's smart enough to know that like flight track doesn't care about your car reservation. So it just doesn't show up in there. Now right. there's one annoyance with these two apps, which is that a lot of the functionality they've gone to a lot of trouble to make it easy to buy features from the, uh, for, for add-ons. Like, oh, really? Yeah. And, and it's cool. No, it's nice that they've done this. So if you happen to like really care about trip deck, but you don't care at all about flight track, you can still buy live flight maps and push alerts in trip deck if you want to. And the yeah. overall is actually a little less expensive. So what the hell, you know, I can't really bitch about that. Uh, same thing with live flight status updates in trip deck. You can buy all that stuff. But if you have flight deck, like I mean, you have uh, Flight Track Pro, and you 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 have Trip Deck. It's kind of annoying that they overlap a little bit, and and right, okay, 
Yeah, so you're starting to get information doubled up, that kind of thing. Or, you know, you you can't get it here. You have to get it there, and you can't integrate it. And it would be kind of nice if they just, like, integrated them where they saw that you had both. I mean, this is a stupid request, you know? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I can't bitch. These are really nice apps, and they both do their job really well. And even as is, like, I use FlightTrack for tracking. I didn't enable anything in TripDeck. I don't have it doing any push alerts. All my push alerts come from FlightTrack. I don't need push alerts from my rent car, so I'm fine, you know? Right. But uh, but it would be kind of cool if they did. That said, I think that the combination of apps are really freaking cool for traveling. Hmm. I'm, I'm just signing up for TripIt right now. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking, you're like, you know, I'll give that a shot. I guess I, I sold it well. Yeah, I, I just sent it. Uh, I just sent it the confirmation email I had for the uh, for the flight. Check it out. Did and it work? Now for it you? says your itinerary is ready. And, you know, I, I click on OK, view this. And um, this was a this was an Expedia receipt, um, not a receipt though, um, but like the confirmation email right. that had the flight information, hotel, and uh, a couple of travel vouchers for the the shuttles to and from the conference center. And I'm opening up TripIt, and the flights are in there. Uh, it you know six six a.m. then eight twenty uh, the connection. Uh, eleven sixteen. It's got a note for directions from from the airport to the hotel I'm staying at. Um, it's got all of the information for the uh, for the hotel I'm staying at, the address, uh, the arrival, the departure, the um, the guest list, uh, the the type of room, standard king, um, booking information, uh, confirmation number, uh, <laughs> all of that stuff. I think the only thing it didn't get was the uh, was the uh, shuttle tickets but they were pretty ambiguous on the uh on the <laughs> on the note Not that bad, it sends huh? it it was just a like general coupon number whatever so that's pretty good that's pretty cool actually <laughs> i'm telling you for you know for free what the hell yeah and uh, you can now when you got a minute you can go in and put your account information in and you can have uh you can have flight track sync with it and it'll automatically load your flights so you don't even have to select them Oh, that's cool. And if you and, and, and Trip Deck is the other one. Trip Deck, uh, the travel itinerary free app. It looks like yeah, because everything in it is paid. But you don't need any of that. So what the hell? Also, uh, you can load these if you have them set up to sync. It's handy because if you load these on your iPad, you can have yeah. them all sync. So no more entering it on both of them. Ooh, that's interesting. There was well, one other app that. that is sort of travel related, sort of travel related that okay. uh, that I discovered in the last week or so. All right, uh, but it's really handy. It's called Twist. Now, first, Twist. I yeah, at first I have to admit I thought I don't. I read about this and I'm like, I really don't understand what the hell this is supposed to do. Why would I need any of this? You know, right. Then I played with it and I'm like, this is awesome. This I totally get why you need this. There's a little video on the on the site, uh, twi- uh, the Twist site, which explains it, which is kind of handy actually. It's like for two year olds with little icons and crap. But you know what? It worked for me. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> you might give it a shot when you get a minute. But I'll, I'll take a stab at it myself here, having used it a little bit. Essentially, they're trying to address the issue of you're going somewhere. And, you know, you're like, say you told me, hey, I'm going to come home and I'm when I get home, I'm going to call you and we're going to do the podcast. Now, you're supposed to be there at five o'clock. Right. But, uh, you know, but 
maybe maybe you get caught in traffic. Maybe something else happens. So what ends up happening is you send me an, an iMessage or a text message that says, hey, I'm leaving work. You know, I'll be home in a bit. We'll do the podcast. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. You know, then uh, then you cruise along and you get stuck in traffic. So you're like, hmm. So you send me a thing that says stuck in traffic might be a little late. Yeah. Okay, great. So now, uh, you know, here we go. And and then, you know, here you are at five, you know, at four fifty and you're still way behind. You're thinking, man, I don't know. I think I'm going to be there in about 20 minutes. I don't know. Hey, I think I'll be there in about 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And I'm like, great. So he's going to be here around. 530. So I'll go do something, right? And then I go yeah. off and do something. You now the traffic magically clears up because it turns out it was all people looking at an accident that happened six hours ago. Yeah. And then off you go and you're home at 505. And you come home and you call me and you're like, hey, I'm ready to do the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I'm at Target buying groceries. This has never happened before. Not every damn time, you know, in, in, in a, in a household, this happens just all the damn time. You're like, we're going to have dinner at six, you know, well, hell who knows, you know, people could end up anywhere. It happens. There are a lot of downsides to this. Not only are you not providing accurate information necessarily because you're guessing and you're doing your best. You're also texting while you're driving, which is BS. You should not be doing that. It's, it's, it's even not that good even if you're using Siri, it's just, it's a distraction from the road. It's a bad idea. I mean, everybody does it, I know, but it's a bad idea. Ask Sean, who was, you know, almost killed by one a number right. of years back. So the way twist works is they call a trip a twist, right? Whatever. It's their little thing, but you can, so say I can put home in here and I could add you to the list. Uh, okay. and, and I can save that. Now you can create them on the fly too, but if you do want a lot, like say going home, you know, and, or maybe, you know, I put Audra on it because I want to tell Audra when I'm going to be home often. Mm-hmm. Now at any point I can just, I see my saved ones up at the top and it automatically takes a really good guess based on GPS position and traffic, how far away I am from all the places that I might go normally at any given time. Okay. Like at one point, I have an appointment down uh, down in Addison that I go to every now and then, and it yep. says I'm 28 minutes from there right now, which is pretty accurate actually. With little traffic, I should it should take about 30 minutes, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then so once I create the twist and I say, yeah, I'm going to go home, go. It would let's say you were the one person that I had added to it, and I can add people to it easily when I do it as well. You could create home, for example, with nobody on it, and then just add the people you care about each time. Right. It automatically, uh, first of all, if you have Twist installed and you register the app with their little system, it's free. It's just, but you know, you tell it, then uh, it, it does everything through notifications. Uh, otherwise, if somebody does not have Twist, they don't have to, it'll send them SMS messages. Okay. It sends one when you depart. It'll say, you know, Chuck Cage is departing for home, you know, current ETA, you know, and it, it uses like, I think a 10 or 12 minute window or something. Cause it knows it can't be perfect. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it'll say arrival between, you know, arrival four fifty to, you know, five Oh five PM. Okay. So you're like, sweet. Chuck's on his way home. Like he said he was now, if I'm cruising along and nothing changes and it really, I really am going to arrive within that time. It doesn't tell you anything more. And, you know, you'll just get an SMS when I'm a minute out or so. It'll say, Chuck is arriving in about a minute. Yep. 
and uh, and that's it. Now, if you have the Twist app, though, when once I've enabled, I've added you to a Twist, you can see where I am, and it'll show you if you click on my Twist that's that's there, it'll show you where I am and its ongoing estimate as to when I'll arrive. <laughs> Okay. So at any minute, you could see that it thinks I'm going to arrive in 27 minutes or 22 minutes or whatever. You can see the route that it thinks I'm going to follow. Right. In the middle, if you deviate from uh, from whatever route it's chosen or it tries to guess your new one, and it does really well, like uh, Audrey used it the other day, for example, coming home. And there was a big accident on the tollway. So she exited to take a, you know, a, 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 you know, a circuit route around it. And yeah. it guessed the circuit route correctly and updated her time. So like when you exit it or slow down a bunch and it realizes you're not going to make your estimate, it'll send another SMS or it'll send a notification if you have twist installed and registered. And it'll say, uh, you know, Chuck's route, ha- you know, uh, Chuck's S- new, uh, I can't remember what it says exactly, but it'll say Chuck's new ETA is whatever, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and so on whenever it changes significantly. And then, uh, again, it tells you when it arrives. Bottom line is, there's no question anymore. So it's no longer like, well, I don't know when you're going to get here. Or if, say, we were all going to meet at some place, like five of us were going to meet at some place and do something, everybody could add each other to the twist. Uh, Or the first person who does it, it says, I'm going there too. You can just click that and it'll add you to it. Oh, okay. That's cool. And you can see how far out every person is and and where they are, and it'll send notification and tell you it's awesome if you both have Twist installed. It's just completely seamless and nice. Uh, Even without it, it's pretty cool. Now, we played with it a little using Rick, trying stupid things like, let's see what happens if I'm a mile from the house and I do it. Yeah, it'll blow some SMS messages out, you know. (laughs) Um, You've been signed up for this. This person's on the ray. This person will be estimated to be the hero. This person is there. Cause, get cool bye because <laughs> it's kind of a stupid thing to do you know <laughs> right yeah it's like if, if you're <laughs> yeah don't set one of these up if you're only two minutes away yeah but, but i mean i did it because i'm like i want to know what happens try you it know? out yeah, yeah yeah let's see what it does for for like sane usage like i'm 20 minutes more away from how from the house and i want you to know when i'm gonna get there it's just awesome you can literally just say add the person done and forget about it and it will right. update the person when you're going to get there. You know, there's no right. question. There's no worrying. Everybody knows and you don't have to deal with it. That's pretty cool. In fact, I just got a text message from from Audra that she's out doing something today. Uh, she had an appointment <laughs> and it actually said, blah, blah, blah. Going to do some stuff, whatever. Headed home in about 30 minutes. We'll twist you. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Nice okay win right there <laughs> i'm telling you and it's sweet it's just really nice for you know people you care about or when you're doing something together i i i'm totally down with their their model here it's a cool idea that is pretty cool yeah this 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 i can see the use for this definitely i'll admit i didn't until i used it i played with it a little and then i like the second or third time i didn't worry because you know uh, I, I was late on my way home from something and I told Audrey I'd be there and it was just updating her or, yep. you know, she had said she would be somewhere and it was a 40 minute drive and it took an hour and I was worried that maybe something had happened to her in traffic, you know? Oh, right, right, right. And I didn't, I saw that, you know, she had just slowed down and changed, you know, changed path. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. You know? 
That is pretty cool. And they're all one-off shares, so you don't have to worry about, oh, I enabled somebody, and now I forgot about it, and this person knows where I am every moment of the day. Yeah. I, I'd say that this is a better implementation than the the iOS style of party uh, location sharing thing. The Find My Friends, was it? Yeah, we used Find My Friends at, at Comic-Con a little bit. because Did, it, that, did that actually work? Like, yes and no. I mean, it was a it was a source of information. You couldn't count on it, you know. Right. But yeah. none of us expected to. I think it was kind of like if it was useful, cool. If not, whatever. And right. It, it is handy. Um, like I do leave that on with Audra for because I I don't care if she knows where I am and if she's yeah. concerned. I, it's nice to know, you know. So like like uh, uh, at one point I went to the gym real early and she was asleep and when she woke up she saw that I was at the gym you know <laughs> so she See, didn't have cool. to worry yeah I thought so and but if it doesn't she always could text me and say hey what happened and I could be like oh I'm at the gym you know it's not the end of the world but I I think this is a very specific application for it and oh incidentally I I should have pointed out it allows you to select whether you're using a car walking or using public transportation as well. Oh, okay. That's cool. So this is not just for people with cars. Like if you are right. walking a lot, you're in like, say, New York City, where maybe you don't have a car because it's freaking stupid to have a car when you live yeah. in the yeah. city. And you're going to walk a ways, and it might take you 30, 40 minutes to walk there. You could still use Twist, and it's awesome. If you happen to stop off somewhere, what the hell? It'll update. Right. Yeah, I, w- I would say... Um the the one other thing that this would depend on is that you're in a city that does traffic monitoring. True. Uh, I'm not sure that they do it here in Victoria on the island. <laughs> so, the other thing is... Uh, it, it, it would work, but it, I don't think it would be as accurate. Yeah, and I, I think one thing, too, is that uh, it may not be good at... Oh, and I, f- I forgot to tell you about this, uh, and I haven't really figured this out yet, so I, I that's probably why I forgot. Okay. But theoretically, it's supposed to be able to tell you when to leave as well. So, like, you're supposed to be able to say, I'm going to work at 8 o'clock, you know, in the morning, and theoretically, it will remind you to leave when you need to like so if maybe you thought it's going to take 30 minutes to go to work so you're going to leave at 7 30 but you put this in you know at six o'clock in the morning or maybe 10 the night before when you went to bed or midnight or whatever and here you are and and it actually thinks it's going to take 45 minutes and 7 15 rolls around and it'll be like hey it's supposed to be like hey you probably need to leave that's handy. It does. It sound, It is handy. It sounds really cool. Uh, admittedly, I haven't quite figured it out yet. I've tried a couple of times and had weird things happen because the documentation on it, not excellent. But um, because it's supposed to be real easy, and it probably is, once you, but either that or I'm overthinking it, which, you know, is You're never, just not using it right. <laughs> never, ever happened that I've overthought something that any idiot would be like, hey, look, you know, and I'm like, I don't understand. But... <laughs> I did try uh, putting some twists in ahead of time. Theoretically, it, in, it integrates with the calendar as well if you want it to, where you can, like if you say add a new twist, it'll show any calendar entries that you have that have locations on them. Okay. Yeah. So you can say, yeah, yeah, that's the location. And if you enter a location, it will do a map search for it. And if it finds it, it'll give you the option with the address. So you can enter the addresses or you can try to find it. Most of them you'll find, you know, in, in major cities. Right. But I did try leaving one early, and it's kind of nice that it'll say uh, these people won't receive updates until you leave, which is true. So, like, if I was going to leave in 
an hour, I could put it in and it wouldn't send you anything until I actually headed out the door. And then it would be like, Chuck has departed, you know? So that's kind of cool. On the other hand, uh, if you forget about it or maybe you decide you're not going later on, it'll be like, are you still going to this place? <laughs> and I'm like, no, but I haven't quite understood. I don't understand all of that well enough to trust it, to use with like sp- spamming somebody except you, of course. I mean, as right. when I first got it, I just spammed the crap out of you with stuff and was like, Hey, well, what happened? <laughs> I mean, we were guinea picking it. So it's, it's, <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea what any of these texts are, but he, he must be trying out Twist. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, I'm like, so what'd you get? <laughs> I'm like, too many. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so five minutes from home, bad idea. <laughs> yeah, not a good plan, yeah. Anyway. No, I, 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 it's definitely one of these things that's, that's if, if you have people that you're needing to coordinate with, this is, this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, it seems like I, I'm the one that's like, speaking of spamming, I'm spamming this podcast with all my travel crap. Oh, that's fine. I'm getting ready for travels. <laughs> I've, been, I've been sitting here adding all my crap to trip it. <laughs> I, uh, I bought a backpack as well that might be fun to talk about if you want to. Sure. Yeah. Well, you, you've always been big on the big on backpacks and, and you know, what, you know, we've had the, uh, the, for those who went to the meetup, have the uh, the kind of podcast rig backpacks and that kind of thing. But uh, you uh, you were telling me that you got a new one recently, right? Yeah, for a long time I had those uh, Swiss Army backpack things. I forget who makes them. They're not the actual company, but you know the right. ones I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, mainly because they had a lot of pockets on them, and for tech backpacks, I mean pockets are a requirement. Oh, definitely. Batteries and cables and connectors and Gear memory you don't want cards scratched and, up. Yeah. You know, needs to go in its own place. Mm-hmm. So it's not rolling around in a big hole with a bunch of other stuff that can destroy it. Yeah. And, and that sort of thing. And, and so I use these, but they were really kind of not so great backpacks, but they had a good design. And they were a little bit expensive for what they were, I think. They were like 60, 70 bucks. And they were not well made. Uh, I lost a zipper on one of them, Ooh. which was really a, a pisser. You know, the zipper itself came apart. You're like, really? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And but the, but they did have a lot of different pockets and stuff, and that was nice. But I I got a real small backpack, a, a little Belkin thing that was like you know three inches thick, and and for small stuff it was great. Going to school, you didn't need to carry a bunch of stuff. Right. But for Comic-Con, not so much, you know, <laughs> I'm like, man, I need one of these big backpacks because on a normal day, I'm going to want to carry uh, food for the day as well as a space to put crap I buy and uh, and some tech and some crap like that. And on big days, like the day we did the podcast, for example, I went to Comic-Con at like 630 in the morning and I didn't come back until after the podcast at like 10 o'clock at night. Holy crap. So So you needed to be pretty loaded down, I'm guessing. Yeah, I had to have all my normal stuff, plus all of the gear to record a multi-track podcast in the bag. (laughs) And even though I pared that down a lot to where it's like almost nothing, still, it's a lot of crap, you know? Yeah. So I finally decided to hell with it. I'm I'm not, I didn't want to unpack. I had two of the other old like Swiss Army style bags and I'd sort of purpose them repurpose them into dedicated gear bags one of them has a portable podcast rig in it and all the equipment required for it and another one has a portable a video rig with all of the uh, dslr and all the video required for sound and audio and, and video right so that's cool 
And when I use those, I just pull whatever out of them I don't need, put it on the desk and go do it and then put it back in when I get home. And it's all in a nice place with charged batteries and everything, which is awesome. For this, though, I'm like, man, I don't want to completely unpack one of those that I've got packed all nice for this just to take it to Comic-Con, especially when one of these backpacks has already died and I'm probably going to overload it sometimes. And yeah, if there's anything you're going to have a backpack crap out on, it's a big con like that. Damn It'll straight. be right in the middle of a busy floor and crap will go everywhere and you'll be screwed. screwed. Yeah, exactly. So I, I started looking around and I finally decided, okay, to hell with it. I'm going to buy a nice one. You know, I want to buy something that's going to last pretty much forever. Uh, Audra has a Jansport backpack. You know, Jansport does a lifetime warranty. It's kind of like Zippo. You can send it back and they'll fix it. Oh, that's cool. Anytime. So that's cool. But uh, but I don't really like their backpacks. They're just they're great if you just carry books to school. But like I don't do that. So it's kind of not, not exactly the use case you're looking for. You know? Yeah. And a lot of the backpacks I found had either one of two problems. Either one, they were really durable, really nice and shaped correctly and designed to carry a significant <laughs> weight on your back without hurting you. <clears throat> but they were designed for backpackers you know, hikers, which meant that they had one big cavity in them. So you could stuff things like sleeping bags and crap in them, mm-hmm. which is not useful for me, you know? No, no. <laughs> or they had a lot of pockets, but they couldn't really carry a lot of crap and they were made cheaply. Damn it. Again, not really what you're looking for. Uh, to my rescue came North Face of all places. Oh, okay. They have a backpack called the Surge 2, which is remarkably cool for a tech backpack. There are a couple of really big advantages to it. Number one, it has a laptop zipper built into it like you'd expect. Instead of having a pocket that's open in another space, the 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 last kind of <clears throat> cavity, the flat cavity right behind your back, you know, is a, a zips open halfway. <clears throat> this is cool too. Instead of having a zipper that zips <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> talking too much in this podcast the, zi- <laughs> the zips open halfway around the bag from the top you know so it opens like a clamshell at the top okay yeah the yeah. way this works is it zips from about the top corner around one side so it opens up on on the corner and the, either the top or the top on one side right okay you know what i'm saying so it doesn't flop in half it, you, you can open it either halfway and get a computer out or you can open it all the way and kind of see into it Yep. And it has a pocket, but this pocket is small designed for an iPad or a tablet of, of reasonable size. So, you, oh, cool. yeah. So instead of having the pocket and then your tablet floating around, there's a little pocket and a big <laughs> open cavity for your for your computer. And, of course, because it's the only thing in there, who cares? You know, it works great. Yeah. And there's padding and stuff, so it works fine. Then behind that, you get a another fairly large cavity that uh, has its own zipper on the top. And then you have another one behind that, which is nice. Then you have an outer zip portion. And this is kind of interesting. If you look at the back of it, it has two vertical zippers on it, which at, front, at first you think, what the hell is that? You know, well, here's the trick. You unzip them and they both are pockets reaching in toward the center, but they're not the same pocket. They overlap each other. Oh, so, okay. yeah, so essentially, you like I stuff cables in there. You know, you, you can have cables. Well, this has in got one. a lot of storage in it. Yes, it does. You're looking at it? A lot of separated storage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which Because is, it looks like those would lead to the same pocket, but if they don't, that means that you've got a lot of uh, capability of dividing and isolating 
you know, different cables and crap that you're putting in there, Damn which is straight. exactly what you want to do for yeah. this, this type of thing. <laughs> you got it. That is yeah. full win for me. Uh, it, then in that outer compartment, you also the the one right behind those two, you yeah. have a uh, uh, the standard kind of tech little divider that can hold some pencils and pens and crap. Uh, right. It has a zipper on it, and there's a zipper pocket behind it, which is always my go-to for like not commonly used but carried things like uh, uh, less common adapters or. Uh, a bunch of extra USB drives and crap like that, right? They can oh, float yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? You know, you put them in there. Miscellaneous little crap. Yeah. Yeah. The big cavity behind that at the top, there's a small little mesh zipper pocket on the top, which is always my go-to for camera batteries. <laughs> yeah. You got to have, it's good to have quick access to that. Yeah. You know, so that you can uh, stuff that you're going to need, not all the time, but when you want it, you want to find it and you don't want to dig for it. Yeah. And then on the very outside, above those two zippers, it has a uh, it has a padded compartment for glasses or for sunglasses. Now, I don't really carry sunglasses like that because they could get crushed. I use right. my backpack as a pillow. I'm sorry. I do. <laughs> yeah. It's common, and I don't want to crush them. So I have always used that, that compartment, small compartment, for very commonly used cables. Like, for example, right. I keep my, uh, you know, iPhone earbuds in there. I keep my uh, my tiny little uh, micro USB cable that gets used all the damn time for my body bug in the in the right, Mophie right. battery pack charger and everything in the universe. Right. Those kind of cable, my mini dot connect dot connector, all those stay in there so you can just grab them in a hurry. The little reader for my body bug crap like that. Right stays in that compartment. So at any point, like you have it under your chair at Comic-Con, you don't you have to re- take apart the entire backpack to get it something that you're going to use 10 times a day. Damn straight. <laughs> right. Uh, I, that's, that's usually a good thing. Yeah. On the outer uh, side of it, where you normally find water bottle nets, it, yeah. ha- it has a stretchy water bottle holder on one side, but it's not a net, which means it doesn't catch on things, which is cool. Oh, yeah. I've got one of those on my laptop bag and it's just terrible. Like I can't use it because it just, it snags on things and and it's flopping around and you don't yeah. have a water bottle it's and you're sticking it under an airline seat because you're going to do that hello yep. and it catches on the seat it sucks you know this mm. one does not on the other side you get a stretchy zip pocket now you can stuff all kinds of crap in there you wouldn't believe how big it'll stretch but you can also I I have always used that for uh, not super commonly used but sometimes need power devices like I carry a. Uh, I carry a really nice combo uh, cigarette lighter charger that does a 2.1 and a standard uh, amperage output for iPad and iPhone and so on. Okay. Yeah, Anything yeah. USB, it's a nice small one. I put it in there. So like when you're in the rent car and you're like, oh, crap, you just reach behind the seat and get it. Nice. That sort of thing. Things, you know, I'm not going to get them out all the time. But when I do, I really want to find them. Then comes more interesting stuff. It has really nice straps. It Instead of being like the uh, Swiss Army backpack, which was kind of short and stacked deep, which meant that when you filled it up, it leveraged your back backwards, and it well, bumped into things all the time. Yeah. <laughs> this one is a little longer and narrower, and it, it sort of fits. It has kind of a little curve out at the bottom so that it fits your back. Which means that oh. when you load it heavily, instead of pulling at the top of your shoulders and backwards, it sort of sits comfortably on you and doesn't pull backwards at all. It pulls downwards overall. 
That's good. Yeah. That, that's the problem with loading up a backpack like that is that if it's not going to sit correctly on your shoulders, then it's effectively, yeah, it's just it hanging away from your back. And then that's, it's useless at that point. And this one has, like most backpacks do these times, all the nice straps on them. It has a chest strap and it has a waist strap, which is awesome. I don't know if you ever tried to run with one. Uh, as a, <laughs> it as doesn't a, quite work out so well, does it? As a guy who's been late to class before and is on a <laughs> campus where I park way out in the boonies, yeah. I have run with a backpack. And I, I joke that I always end up looking like the like you know the master chief or or like uh, your your shepherd in mass effect when you have him in the fast run walk thing yeah. you know they're kind of like chunk 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 because you can't go any faster because the backpack will beat the crap out of you mm-hmm. uh, you wind up speed walking <laughs> yeah, you look, you, i'm like i bet from behind i look exactly like my shepherd minus the cool <laughs> you know that's a good way but, but if you actually that's awesome <laughs> I, I had that thought every time I did it. But if you have the little strap, that's great. But the problem is, is that the straps hang loose all over the damn place and catch on everything and beat the crap out of you. So if you don't want those straps, you can kind of tie them up in places. But then if you need them all of a sudden, yeah, right. You know, you'd have right. to untie them and unwrap them from everything. Yeah, and then them. resize them because you had them tied up. Mm, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, it turns out they thought of this. So, you know, for the big uh, for the big waist strap, which indeed has two like three inch by two inch like little pads on the edge of it that grab the sides of you. So it's comfortable, believe it or not. I tried it on at the store. I go like I got to see how this works. You know, I'll probably never use them in case I am late for class again. But they make a a single pocket that same size on the backpack that goes through the entire bottom of it. So you literally just stuff them in the pocket down there and they go away completely. So that way you don't either have it hanging behind you or have to readjust it every time you want to tie it up. No, you just reach in the pocket and pull them out and they're sized. That's fantastic. The the remaining, you know, the chest strap does not have a pocket for it. However, they have a little, uh, uh, like a little strap that's loose on the top. And if you look carefully, it's real easy to wrap it under the strap, wrap it around and, and, and connect it so that they, yes, they're wrapped up, but that you can see and you can see them, but they don't touch you at all when you put the backpack on and they're not that hard to get off. Right. And pretty easy access to, to, if you do want to use them. Indeed. I know that's pretty that, cool. I know this is probably more than anybody ever wants to know about a backpack. I, however, I used to call myself a bag whore. Uh, <laughs> Audra did not like that and suggested that instead I should call myself, uh, what was it? She, I, I, I tried bag aficionado, but that just didn't sound right. Uh, uh, you know what? Although I, I got to uh, disagree with you, though. This, this is exactly what, what we uh, thought of when we started making this podcast. It's just that, you know, we have a lot of tech. We have a lot. We are geeks. How do we fit that into our life? And <laughs> hauling crap around is a huge part of, of our life. It's like, how do I get my iPad from point A to point B and, and also carry around a bunch of food for the day and a podcast rig? And that's exactly what we're doing here. This, this, I, I think this is the perfect venue for talking this in depth about something as seemingly simple as a backpack. You know, and, and now that I say that, I actually thought of one other thing, too. It has Uh-oh. compression <laughs> straps on the outside. And, really? And that sounds stupid because you're like, yeah, what am I going to need those for? Well, check it out. It's actually so well designed that if you, uh, that if you p- 
pull it tight while it's just got like my MacBook Air in it and I don't know, my normal little crap, you know? If you pull it down tight, the backpack actually flattens out, and the whole damn thing is only about three inches thick. On the other hand, That's cool. yeah. On the other hand, uh, I I have to I have to point out that on the way back from Comic Con, I decided I didn't want to ship anything. <laughs> I and I are like <laughs> cheap bastards. We're like, you know, I bet we can get all this crap in our bags. You know, yeah. I stuffed it chalk ass full. I mean, right. like chalk ass full. Like everything was stretched to the bills. Pack all the things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the backpack probably weighed forty pounds. Thankfully, <laughs> I didn't have to put it through the weight thing. Yeah. Uh, it barely fit under an airline seat. It was stuffed Jeez. just completely chalk full. It still was comfortable to wear, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, and and the straps kind of kept it from flopping around and everything. Once I got everything situated in it, I just strapped it nice and tight, and it became a unit. You know, mm-hmm. awesome, really awesome. Easy to to strap it down or release it. I did that throughout the day. Like I would keep it strapped down so that it it was solid and felt like a singular piece of gear. And if you couldn't get something out of it easily, you just went click click, you know, and kind of loosen it a little, and you could dig around in it. You know, right? Really cool stuff. Essentially, this is a tech backpack designed by people that make hiking backpacks. So it's made out of like material that looks like you could run over with it, run over it with your truck five or six times and it'd still be <laughs> fine. Uh, the it, it's not waterproof, but it has fold over flaps and everything. So it's actually designed that if if you got reasonably light rained on, it would not get wet inside. Yeah, this this is not like the the rain that Kira encountered a few days ago, <laughs> and and literally soaked through his clothes so much that it it uh, water damaged his iPhone. I would be willing to bet if he had had this backpack on and he had taken the phone when it started to rain and stuck it in the backpack in the middle. That of it might have been all right. I bet it would have been all right. Wow. I mean, it's 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 not water advertised at all as water even water resistant. But you can tell, I mean, unless you dunked it in a pool, it's going to be pretty decent. They, they've built it. Yeah. Yeah. It's designed well. The zippers are really, really nice, and they warranty them. That is cool, especially if you're, you know, like like what you did is packing, packing the damn thing so full that the zippers are straining. Yeah. That's, it's threatening to turn into a singularity, you know. <laughs> Collapsed in on itself. It became an artificial singularity. Exactly. Power started living in it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, once again, what, what's the name of it? The uh, Surge 2 by by uh, North Face. And, Surge 2. Yep. And you now, can, is, that, is that like Surge from Caprica or Surge as in Power Surge? As in Power, yeah. Okay. Obviously, they, they know it's it's targeted at people like us, I think. But man, you wouldn't know anything about power surges. Total win, yeah, really. Total win. You can buy it in uh, all black if you're into that. Uh, Come in black. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's something to be said. I almost bought the black one because I like the little red and gray one that I got a lot better. Looks kind of like Voyager colors, you know. Yeah, but when it What's- came, but but you know, I have this kind of little thought in the back of my head that always comes out. That's like never look like you have anything valuable, you know. Yeah, black is boring, which is good. Well, black is also easier when you're going through airport security or something like that. No, black is not is less easy to, to to you know if you have something that's interestingly colored, it's very easy to find. Um, which is why I have large Canadian flag tags on on my luggage when I <laughs> when I go through. Cause I thought they like, just which issued one's mine? those. That one. 
What's that? I thought they just issued those. I thought They're everybody standard issue. Yeah, yeah. Every every Canadian citizen gets four of them <laughs> annually. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. One of them broke. I uh, got to go go to Staples and pick up another couple. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I put that on my reminders list. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, remind me to get a Canadian flag tag. <laughs> Siri, flag up. <laughs> flag up. All right, I've been everybody's ear away the hell too long. You got anything to add in this uh, podcast that I ran over completely? Well, I, you know, I could have just <laughs> the joke. I guess the joke would be is that you know I could have we didn't have to pre-record this. You could have just recorded it by yourself. Thanks, man. That's, <laughs> no, just who the hell man. would I have talked to though? I mean, somebody would have had to say yeah every now and then, so I didn't think I was talking to a wall. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, I, I, um. It's 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 always fun to go over this kind of stuff, and especially you know traveling more and more. Uh, this this comes up a lot. Um, I would be interested in hearing if if anybody had uh, come across any other useful apps or uh, travel gear. Um, one one thing that I did pick up before my trip here is I I ordered off of eBay uh, a bunch of uh, six and ten foot USB extension cables. Nice. So that way, when I'm at, like at the hotel, I can plug in the the wall chargers for the iPhone and the iPad, and then run the the extension cable out so that I can you know I don't have to have them you know hanging all along the floor. I can actually have them on the oh, on idea. the desk or something like that. So that that's that's good. I think that that's something that should go in everybody's uh, gear kit when they're traveling is a couple extensions so you're not tied to an outlet. Or I've, I've literally had times where I've been on the phone crouching in, in an airport on the phone crouching down beside an outlet because my iPhone is out of battery. <laughs> I now carry when I travel uh, uh, a normal white, you know, six foot dot cable because it's yep. just so small. Who cares? Yeah. My nice tiny little one. Yep, and three inch long one, and I carry a small gauge, ten, you know, ten foot. Actually, the one I stole from you, ten ten foot uh, USB extension, just coiled up in that pocket. Because what the hell? It's it's barely noticeable in that pocket, and it stays in there almost all the time. Actually, because even in class, mm. I've I've pulled it out and used it before. It's just nice to know that if you're within ten or sixteen feet of an outlet, you can have juice if you need it. Yeah. It's just it. The extension takes some of the awkward out of plugging in. Another use: you're sitting in the back seat of a car that you're riding in, and you wanna you wanna charge a little bit. You can just plug into your adapter, hand it up front, and say, "Hey, would you plug this in?" That's true. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. That's pretty good. Handy as hell. Oh yeah. All right, I'm gonna wrap up for real now instead of already spending your video. You got anything else here? No, that's it. All right, have a safe trip. Uh, I mean, you had one, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm having one at the moment or something. Will heaven be having? <laughs> I don't. I don't know all that uh, time travel tense. Have a good one, and uh, we'll see you next week. Alrighty. From everyone here at Modern Geek and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have something to add to the show, a news tip, feedback on anything we've discussed, or just some random awesomeness, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. 
You'll find other GWC podcasts as well as the friendliest people in geekdom on the GWC website and forum, galacticwatercooler.com. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. 